Exeter Public School presents The Bell, a podcast run by kids for kids and the big kids at home. So settle in, don't be late, it's time for The The Bell. Bell. Hey everybody, I'm Jenna and I'm Izzy and today we welcome you to the fourth episode of The Bell. I can't believe that we're already up to the fourth episode. I know, right? We have some great segments coming up. We have the Astro Boys, which everyone is loving. <laughs> we'll be checking in with the classrooms and talking about the Matildas. <laughs> the Matildas fourth place. <laughs> they did pretty good, but we'll be talking more about that later. <laughs> yeah. And we are also going to be having a new secret sound and we will be announcing the last week's secret sound winners. So stay tuned for that. But anyways, we won't keep you long, so here's Kids Chat with Year One. Hi everyone and welcome to Kids Kids Chat. Chat. Today we have Year One with us. I'm going to start it off by introducing you to all of them. Hi Annabelle. Hi Maddie. Hi Zoe. Hi Maddie. Hi Atticus. Hi Maddie. Hi Max. Hi Maddie. So today we're going to be talking about what they've been doing lately in class. Let's start it off with Mr Max. We have been seeing Puff and Mr Barnes has came in normally in the afternoon and he's been ch- tuning with the guitars and we sing along and Jackie Pape grows up. Sounds really fun. Are you sure Mr Barnes actually does it? Yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah. Okay, thanks for sharing. Hi Atticus. Hi. Tell us, tell us what you've been doing in class. We've been reading The Faraway Tree. Ooh, who's your favourite? I've heard of that. Who's your favourite character? Um, Moonface. Ooh, tell us more. Um, he's a um person that has a face shaped like the moon, and um at the top of the tree there's uh clouds, and if you go up them there's a land. Really? Yeah. Oh, sounds fun. Thanks, Sharon. Okay, hi Zoe. Hi Maddie. I've heard you've been doing groups of. Is that right? Yeah. Do you want to tell us more about it? Like five groups of five is ten. Good job. Is there any more? There's like two groups of two is four. Oh, good girl. Is it hard or is it easy? Both. Are you sure about that? Yes. Okay. Thanks for sharing with us. Moving on to another nice little miss, Miss Annabelle, tell us. Odd and even numbers. Ooh. And horizontal lines. Ooh, tell me about those odd and even numbers. When the six is even and and three is odd and two is even and one is odd. How do you know all this stuff? Because it just goes first is odd and second is third. Or I meant even. Oh, good even. girl. You must have a really great teacher. Um, what about that horizontal? The horizontal lines never meet. Ooh, is that right, everyone? Yes. yes. Well, that's all for today. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks, you one. It sounds like you guys get up to a lot of amazing, fun things in your class and we'll have to see what you guys are doing next week. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, here we move on to Amazing Animals where here they're talking all about the red kangaroo. Ooh, how fascinating. Yeah, so let's jump right into it. Very punny, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's Allo. And Ollie, today's amazing animal is a red kangaroo. A kangaroo, Ollie? Isn't that a bit boring? No, Allo, it's not because it's not a regular roo. It's a red kangaroo. Okay, can you tell me more? Yes, a red kangaroo can grow to two metres high. What? Two metres high? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, And they live in Australia. Wow, we have an amazing country. Yes, we do indeed. 
They are also herbivores, so they eat grass and shrubs. That's a bit of a boring diet. And their predator are dingoes, humans and wedge-tailed eagles. An eagle can lift a kangaroo? I guess so. Nice. But there goes the bell. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for that, guys. The red kangaroo sounds like a fascinating creature. Before we move into the next segment, Jenna, would you rather listen to us thanking these guys before moving into the next segment or just move into the next segment? Well, I would rather move into the next segment, which is called Would You Rather? Mmm. La 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 la. La 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 la. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Would You Rather with Kindergarten Jackson. Montana and Millie, and your hosts, me, Josephine, and me, Eliza. Hey, Montana, would you rather be able to be super fast or fly? Super fast. Why do you want to be super fast? Because I can, um, I can, um, run super fast and, and, um. And you can, like, be like you could run everywhere and no one would be able to see you because you'd be yeah. so fast. Yes. Well, that's a really good choice. Okay, Jackson. Would you rather be Batman or Spider-Man? Batman. Why would you want to be Batman? Because he can fly. Ooh, that is really cool. What would you do when you're flying? Um, go on a, go on the roof of a house. Ooh, that would be really, really cool. Ooh, Millie, I have a really good question for you. Would you rather time travel back in time or to the future? Or to the, um, to the future. Why do you want to go to the future? Because I get to see everyone as a grown-up and that's really cool. Yeah, you could see me as a grown-up and you as a grown-up. I don't look like a grown-up yet. Well, you will be soon. Okay. Montana, would you rather explore space or explore the sea? Um, explore the sea. Why would you want to explore the sea? Because I can see dolphins and um, sea fishes and I can go swimming. That is really, really cool, isn't it? And they can see dolphins. Ooh, I think you already said that, but that's okay. It's cool. Wow, you guys have had such good answers, but I think I just heard the bell go. See you guys mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Yep, Over and out. Thanks, guys. That was a lot of tough decisions to make. I know, right? <laughs> well, anyway, let's move into kids' chat with Kindy. Oh, how cute. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome to Kids', kids Chat. chat. Here with me today, I have my kindy friends. I have Willa. Hi. Hunter. Hi. <laughs> Zoe. Hi. And Sadie. Hi. Today, we're going to talk with them about what they've been doing in the recent weeks of kindergarten. What have you been doing, Willa? We've been doing some storybooks called Wombat Wins. He goes over the people, the people's heads. Trying to win. <laughs> he wins the race. Boing, boing, boing. And he tries to get the carrots. What else does he do? Juicy grass. That's all. Okay. Now we'll move on to Hunter. Um, Pick the Puggy. <laughs> what about Pick the Pug? I love the um, book series. There is the Pick the Pug, the elf, Pick the Fibber. And Pig the Fibber, um, he bees mean to Trevor. He always blames Trevor. And the funny part is he farts to get the treats. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't the bowling ball roll off the top of the cupboard and hit him in the head? Yeah. All right, now I remember that. And there's Pig the Elf and he bees greedy to Santa. Okay. Now, Zoe, what have you been doing? Um... I've been reading Imagine at My Home. What's and that about? It's about where two two kids 
imagine and it's a story and also there's like a jungle and also there's also cheetahs and little cheetahs and there's also like baby cheetahs there's baby cheetahs cool and, and they have like this dinosaur world dinosaurs i love them and they or and the two kids sat on like a dinosaur they sat on a dinosaur yeah because it's a story i'd never do that and they made it that I way they made it that way and then 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 they and I'll just then they imagine if they had their little house on with a cat on the bed but they do sounds like a lot of imagining and also and and also there's like there's imagine we can't spend all day. there's imagine there's also imagine in in Antarctica too Okay, thank that's you. All for me. Now we'll move on to Sadie. What have you been doing in class? Maths. What in maths have you been learning about? Counting. How many can you count to? 100. That's a lot. What else have you been doing? Mm-hmm. Have, can you add numbers together? What's 20 plus 20? What's one plus one? Two. Good. I know what 20 plus 20 equals. What does it equal, Zoe? 40. Oh, wow. I thought it was 60. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. 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 Thank you, Kindy. It sounds like you're learning so many exciting things with Miss Froom. I know, right? I love hearing their sweet little cute voices. I know. <laughs> but anyways, let's move on to the next segment, Poultry Pals with Emmy and Abby. Hello, and this is your favourite poultry pal, Abby. Today with me, I have a special guest. Care to introduce yourself? Hi, my name's Emmy, and some of you might know me from around school. Welcome to my podcast, Emmy. I know you are also quite knowledgeable about chickens and ducks, so will you care to answer some questions with me? Of course I will. All right, my friends, go grab your second coop of tea and sit back, relax, and let us answer all your questions and worries about the feathered world of poultry. Abby, what's the first question? Is it legal to take domestic ducks from your local ponds and lakes? Let's see. Oh, here we go. Lots of ducks are native to your local ponds and lakes. So you have to triple check to make sure that it's domestic. Even Mm. when you do, you still need to contact the local council to get permission. Oh, wow. I was pretty sure you could just take them, but I didn't know whether to contact someone or not. So that answers the question. So let's move on to the next question, shall we? Okay. Hmm, what is our next question? Oh, here we are. What is a a reasonable amount of chickens and ducks you should own when you first start owning them? So that's a great question. The answer can vary on how much money you have and how big your enclosure is. Yeah, my, my personal advice is to only get around three to six to start with. But if you already have experience, you can get more. So, yeah. And I think you should get more than one so they don't get lonely. Yeah. Now, what is the next question? Okay, let's see. Are duck's feathers really waterproof? Well, it's always been known that they are waterproof, but is it... Are they really are? Well... I've done some research and I've found, yeah, they are waterproof and they have a little oil gland near the bottom of their tails. So when you see a duck cleaning themselves, they'll stick their beak just above their tail and they'll rub themselves and that's them taking the oil from that gland and making themselves waterproof with it because oil and water doesn't mix. And since ducks are mostly feathers, that's why they can float. Wow. Well, here's another one, our last one. Do ducks actually need water to swim? Or can you just give them uh, drinking water and they'll be fine? Ducks love water and use about a litre of drinking water per day. Wow, that's a lot. And that's like for one individual duck. Wow. They need water to keep their eyes, bills, feet and feathers in good condition. If you're going to give them a swimming pool, the water should be deep enough for them to stick their whole head into and wash their body too. Plus, if a duck didn't have water, wouldn't it just be a weird-looking, desperate chicken <laughs> dehydrated funny. by any chance? Oh, that's funny, Abby. 
Well, yeah. Well, that's all we have time for. And that also means we've concluded another episode of Poultry Power. Remember, if you want to see any me answer any questions or worries, email uh, us at exeterpublic at gmail.com. I'll say it again, exeterpublic at gmail.com. I'll catch you later, my fine feather friends. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks, girls. That was definitely quacktastic. <laughs> oh, easy. Well, I'm so excited for the next segment, which is on interest groups. Ooh. Two, one, go. Hi, everyone. My name's Will. Today I have some of my mates from 4-5 to chat about a special day we had at school yesterday. Interest groups. We had lots of things to choose from. Gardening, stop motion, dancing, macrame, survivor, sport... Building, cooking, rock band, paper mache, drama, and pom poms and pop skins. Jeez, that's a lot. Here's me today. I have Jimmy. Hi. Angus. Hi. Reese. Hi. Josephine. Hi. And Eliza. Hi. Now, Jimmy, what groups did you do? Can I've, you t- <laughs> I've done the Survivor and Building. Can you tell me about them? Uh, so in building, we had to build little fairy houses for the younger kids in kindergarten to around year two. Um, so you first had to draw your plan and how high you wanted it and long. And then you had to get the scrap bits of wood, saw them, and then make yourself a base and then the walls and then the roof. After that, you got to spray paint it camo colours. Nice. Yeah. And that's that for the building. And Survivor, you had to light fires. And Nikki said that keeping it all alive would be the hardest part, which it was. Um, and what else did you do? You got nothing, I'll just move on to Angus. <laughs> all right, then. Now, Angus, what groups did you do? I did a rock band. And Survivor, I have something to add for Jimmy's Survivor. All right. We did a, a challenge, which was we lit a fire underneath some string and yeah. then the first person to burn the string won. Cool. All right. Can you tell me about the rock band? Yeah. Did you know Mr. Barnes used to be in a rock band? Whoa. I never knew that. A proper rock band. What band was he in? I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> what else did you do in the rock band? Um, we went around and tried all the instruments and then we played to some songs and we sung the songs in as they were playing in the background. Cool. What instruments did you use? We used the microphone, acoustic guitar, a bass guitar, an electric guitar, drums, and um, I think that was it. All right. Now, Reese, what did, what groups did you do? Um, I did sport and cooking. Um, for sport, we had to get uh, a tennis ball, and then Mr. Hart would throw like uh, a ball, a big ball, and then would hit the ground or roll, and then we had to throw the tennis balls at it. Well, wow, that seems hit, fun. Yeah. And then he would do, like, the second ball, he would, like, do a different thing, like, bounce it or roll it or, like, um, throw it in the air. So it's a targeting game. Yeah, and we also played um, hot ball and there's a, a pink ball and that's for the girls, um, a white ball and that's for everybody and a blue ball and that's for the boys. And we just had to, like, play it out and there was no throw-ins or anything else and then like to throw it in we would have to kick it and then we'd have to land in the middle and I also did cooking and we had to make our own dough so first we had to make a big um, pile of dough and then we had to like um get little pieces off so we can make our own dough and then we would get it like make it and then spread it out and then we would put the topping topping on and then we would put it in the oven but some of the ovens, we had to take one of 
the pizzas up to the staff room oven. Yum. Mm. Can you teach me how to play top ball? Yeah. And right. I have to teach Miss Hart. <laughs> it's right, going to be yeah. hard. Yeah, it will be. All right, now let's move on to Josephine. What did you do? I did stop motion and dancing. And for the people who don't know what stop motion is, stop motion is when you take a bunch of pictures and you move whatever you have every single time. You take a picture and then you put it all together and you replay it and um, it makes a little movie. And uh, there was different selections of what we could do. There was Lego, there was Play-Doh, there was paper. And I did Play-Doh characters and uh, I made a short movie out of mine. And for dancing, we did fun warm-ups before we did the dancing. And then we did, we learned a Just Dance to the best day of my life. Cool. All right. Eliza, what did you do? Well, I did drama and cooking. And my favourite was probably drama because in drama we got to pick partners, which I was with Electra from year one. Wait, no, sorry, year two. And we had to make little puppet shows and Miss Adams gave um, Miss Finn, the drama teacher we have at the school, um, a little theatre and which that was really fun because we got to make like little shows and we had to write a script, which was amazing. I love that so much. Sounds fun. Yeah, very mm-hmm. fun. All right. Thank you for listening. That's all we've got time for. Bye. 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 That's it chat. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Interest groups was a great experience. I know, right? I love doing survival so much. Yeah. But anyways, here comes the role models, the best of the best of the school, the kings and the queens. Here is Kids Chat with Year 6. Woo! (laughs) Welcome to Kids Chat. I've got my mate here, Noah and Oscar. Um, Hi, Oscar. We'll be giving you some updates on what's been happening in the Year 6 classroom. So lately we've been doing a lot of some, a thing called service learning where we give back to the school. We create a project. Um, we've been learning a lot about persuasive writing and high modality words so that we can create a very persuasive letter to our principal, Mr Barnes, to convince him to let our project go ahead. Um, Nora and I are doing a mountain bike track. Um, I know someone's doing a putt-putt golf course. That's me, that's me, that's me. Oh, that's you, Oscar. Yes. Well, that's all for the service learning. It's really fun. We get to learn about it pretty much every day. And I'll be passing you on to Noah to talk about Year 6 Mathematics. Yeah, so mathematics lately we've been doing lots of decimals and fractions and converting decimals to fractions and using calculators for percentages and yeah, and plussing each other. Really boring. Yeah, it is. I don't like it very much. <laughs> All right, I'll pass you on to Oscar for his special thing. <coughs> so, <laughs> special thing, funny. Um, so yeah, I have been pretty special. I got elected or chosen to go into a STEM academy where you get to work with like all different students from across the state and you learn about like science. My, uh, my course is um, computational thinking. And, yeah, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Sounds awesome, Oscar. Yeah. It's pretty great. We're all squares. Wow. (laughs) Anyway, that's all today from Kids Chat with Year 6. See you later. Bye, Bye, Joshy. Thank you, Year 6. You did not disappoint. Amazing as always. Mm, Yeah, well, enough about us. (laughs) Let's move into the principal's report because now we're getting serious. Dun, dun, dun. Today we welcome Mr Barnes to give us some updates about what's been happening around the school and to also let us know about some new and exciting things on the horizon for our school. Mr Barnes, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Jenna. It's been a busy and an exciting start to the term for the students from the students' perspective. Can you tell us about what has been happening as part of your role? Oh, definitely. Thanks so much, Grace. Um, It's been a really busy term and we had the best day yesterday 
Did you girls both enjoy interest groups? Yes, yeah. we did. What interest groups did you do? Um, I did drama and sport. And I did cooking and sport. Fantastic. So just for those listeners at home, yesterday we had a day where students got to choose two activities that they have a passion for or that they are interested in. And we call this day interest groups. In the past, we've run that on a fortnight um, on a Friday afternoon every fortnight. This year, we decided to do it as a full day. So students got to choose two different activities that they could um, go to to find and find out some new skills and learn some new things. Uh, we had on offer yesterday dancing, rock band, sport, drama, paper mache, gardening, macrame. Um, what else did we have? We had sport. I think I mentioned that one already. We had a building interest group where they built some little um, dollhouses and some little fairy things to put in the garden down the back. Um, was there anything else? Did I miss? Survivor, did you say Survivor. That? Yes, that was a very popular one where we um, work with Nikki, our school chaplain, also our outdoor education officer, um, and they use flint and steel and made little fires and learnt lots about different survival skills. It was a really good day and it was great to offer that and the feedback we got from the students and the staff is that everyone was really well behaved, everyone was trying to learn new things and everyone really enjoyed the day. So that's something we're interested in doing again. Um, we're not sure whether we'll do it as a full day or half day or afternoons, but definitely trying to incorporate that more into our fortnightly timetables. Other thing that we've been busy doing is planning for next year. It sounds crazy to be planning so far ahead, but at this time of year we're taking enrolments for our kindergarten students for the following year. And at this point we've already got 13 students, which is a really good sign this time of year. So we're looking at um, giving those students the orientations coming up, letting them know about how wonderful our school is um, and getting them enrolled for the 2024 school year. What new and exciting things are planned for the remainder of this term? I'm not sure when this podcast will be released, but right now um, we're planning for book week and Mrs Nash will be sending something out through Dojo tomorrow with more information about next Wednesday, our big book week celebration day, <clears throat> which is going to be very, very, very good. Um, we're also looking at um, our talent show. So we've already heard from, and I think we've heard a few from your class, haven't we girls? A few different people who want to do different items? Yeah. <laughs> so it would be great. Each class is doing an item. We've got individuals doing solos with instruments. We've got people doing comedy skits. Uh, skits. We've got people doing magic tricks, all sorts of cool stuff. So really looking forward to that one. Um, and just a reminder for the parents out there, we're trying to improve, always trying to improve our communication. So just keep an eye out on Dojo and School Bites for all of that information from the school. Um Otherwise, yeah, we're, we're just planning on finishing the year. So at this point of the year, we do start planning for the following year. Um, we're looking at what events are happening in term four, like presentation night. Um, and especially for year six, you guys are going on a camp. Um, and you've also got a lot of leadership opportunities as well as we come towards the end of the year. So all in all, very busy time of the year and really looking forward to um, planning as well for next year. Thanks so much, girls. Thank you for joining us today on the Exeter podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Mr. Barnes, illuminating as always. Yep, it's great to hear about the things that go on at our school. Anyways, here's Kids Chat with you too. Welcome to Kids Chat. Today I have Harry. Hi. Eve. Hi. And Everly. Hi. So, Harry, what have you been doing in class lately? Um, We've been doing more um English than maths. I don't know why and I'm getting very used to English and, ma and maths. Do you like English very much? Uh, I'm getting used to it but I still like maths more. Yeah. What type of English are you doing? Um, more our English in our like, like um, our initial books. Oh, yeah. That sounds fun. What about you, Eve? What have you been doing lately? Um, we've been doing swim skiing and I'm pretty sure a lot of the class has been improving a lot. What's swim skiing? Um, it's a place where you go to learn how to swim. So if you get um, stuck at the beach or anything, you can know how to get out. Oh, that sounds awesome. How long are you doing it for? Um, two weeks and this is the last. Last week we are doing it. Yeah, are you enjoying it? Yes. That's good. What about you, Everly? What have you been doing lately? 
Um, we've been doing really cool um, computer things with Miss Hat. What type of computer things? We've been doing um, scripts for the podcast and um, Canva and heaps of other um, apps where you can write and games. Oh, yeah, that sounds fun. All right. Say bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks, you two. You sure do some amazing things with Miss Finn. Yep, but now moving on. To all things Kelpie with Maddie and Ella, here we have Kelpie Chat. Hey, I'm Ella and today I'm with my friend Maddie. Hi. And I'm going to be asking her some questions about why she loves Kelpies. Are you ready? Sure am. Why do you love Kelpies so much, Maddie? Well, I don't know. But first, I actually have three Kelpies. I have, I, I have two older ones that work on the farm. And then I got this new Kelpie pup. <gasps> Tell me more. Um, she is four months old and she she's in our backyard at the moment and she's a little bit crazy. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> Molly. And um, she she does get along with my other dog, but like my they just don't. They're a little bit crazy at, at the same time. Oh yeah, I understand because she's a puppy and they're older and they're yeah. not used to them. But I've got another question. What makes them such a good pet? Well, at first, since we've got. Molly, she, she's our pet for now until two, two years when she's older and then she will go onto the farm with the other dogs and be working for cattle or sheep or just rounding animals up. Yeah, I understand because when she's a puppy she can't do much but I've got an even a more, even more interesting question. What do they eat and do they eat a lot? Well, our our pup Molly, she's kind of different. She doesn't eat as much. She has to get nearly every week a needle because I know what's wrong with her, but she has something. And they have to eat different food, like pup food, compared to when they're older, they get the really yummy good food. Yeah, I think maybe like the food for the puppies helps like their immune system yeah, and stuff. She's getting very fat, but... <laughs> What are some cool things you know about Kelpies? Well, I know obviously they're very helpful in the farm and that they, when they're actually asleep, sometimes they are half awake because they're, well, they are very sensitive and Molly's actually sensitive with magpies, so. Mm, that's a bit interesting. Most dogs like would chase after a magpie. Yeah, Molly's scared of them. Mm, maybe because it's bigger? Yeah, I think so. I've heard, I've heard Kelpies have some pretty cool jobs on a farm. Can you tell me more about it? Yeah, well, at the, we've got our eldest dog, Jess. She's very old. Um, and she does the cattle work. And then we've also got another dog, Rosie, and she's a little bit younger than her. And Jess is actually train, basically training Rosie to do cattle work with her because – and then – and then they're also going to be doing sheep work soon. That's nice. I would love to hear more, but we are running out of time. We have to go and do math with our teacher. Oh, seriously? I know. But it's part of school. See ya. Bye. Kelpies are so incredible. Thank you girls for teaching us about them. Yeah, well, now let's move on to Kids Chat with 3-4. Hi, I'm Harry and welcome to... Kids Chat! With 3-4. I've got my mate Ollie. Hello, guys. Henry. G'day. I've got Chloe. Hello. And I've got Rory. Hello. 
So, Rory, what have you been doing? Or what have you been doing in class? Um, so we've been learning about three D shapes. We've been doing uh, rectangular prisms, triangular prisms, square braced pyramids. Yep. And more of that from Chloe. Okay. Um, we've been learning how to um use a three doodler. We've been making three D shapes, and um. In case you didn't know, 3 Doodler is a is 3D a pen that, that can draw in the air and make all different types of shapes. And anything you want. Amazing things. I've never heard of this before. Um, and we got to write our names with it and make some little stands to stand it up on our tables. That's so cool. Over to Henry. What about you, Henry? Um, in class, we have made Matilda's jerseys, like recreating them and we might be sending them to the Matildas and telling them why they should change the jersey to this. And we've also made a poster about one of the players. Nice. I've definitely seen Ollie's. What about you, Ollie? Today we had an artist from our local gallery come and give us an uh, art lesson about some animals and some like animals that you can draw patterns with and and you have to like sketch them out really lightly nice and if and it's hard to rub them out if you like draw really hard yeah okay that's all we got time for thanks for joining us on kids Kids Chat. chat See ya. Bye. Thanks, 3-4. We love hearing about what you get up to in your class. Sounds like you guys have so much fun. But anyways, here's one of Australia's pride and joy with some of the kings and the queens from Year 6. Here's Mr. Deva talking about his strange obsession with the Matildas. Woo! <laughs> Need to get that checked out. I know, right? <laughs> what? 2023 World Cup, go Tilly! Oh my goodness, what a month it's been. Thanks for joining us this afternoon, Ethan, Alana and And Jax. We are going to talk the Women's World Cup and in particular how exciting it's been for Australia. Yeah. Tell me, look, my heart's still racing. After last night, how are you all feeling? I'm I'm feeling happy. (laughs) Happy? Why? (laughs) Because we made it to the semi-finals, but then we lost. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I'm still very amazed, like how Sam Kerr can score from that far away. Like, well, so we're just talking about last night the semi-final where we were playing up against who are we against? Um, England. England. The English down one nil, and Sam Kerr comes out and scores. Probably one of the most incredible goals. That was happy. Nobody oh, no, can I've, beat I've her. Probably seen. Nobody can beat her. Nobody's gonna no. beat her. That's probably no. why she's rated number one professional footballer. Number two in the women's world. Number two. Who's number one then? Don't know. Exactly. <laughs> um, did you watch the game last night? I watched it. I had to stay up all night. Right. How are you feeling today? Tired. Tired. I did not watch it. I fell asleep at seven thirty, maybe. I'm seven thirty. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm feeling I was tired. Okay? I'm feeling ri- really mixed emotions today because, as as you said, Ethan, we were so so excited and so pumped that Australia could make it so far yeah. in this tournament. When they weren't, then when they weren't expected to get that far, yeah. they were expected to maybe make it to the round of sixteen, and then beyond that, they weren't expected to go that far. Yeah, yeah, and didn't and all the, of a sudden, yeah. you know, they lose last night. I oh, that's know. so sad. Oh, wasn't it devastating? And England were the underdogs. England were the underdogs. Yeah. Isn't that amazing when Australia wasn't expected to go far, so far and then to flip it on its head and yeah. go in as the favourites in a World Cup semi-final? Mm. I had a feeling we could win. A lot of pressure on them since the um, government like, said there were going to be a public holiday if they won. Yeah. So a lot of pressure. Yeah, a bit of added pressure. Yeah. They might not have needed it at that time. Mm. All right, they, let's talk quickly about the tournament. Tell me about your favourite part of uh, the entire tournament. When we beat Canada 4-0. Oh, yeah. oh, that was good. Goodness that me. That was good. Yeah. Probably um, when Sam Kerr last game did that huge goal. Yeah. 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 And let's let's talk Sam Kerr quickly for a yeah. moment before we tell your favourite part, Jax. 
<laughs> Sam Kerr started the tournament injured. Got us. Calf injury. She couldn't even play the first game and she came out that night devastated. Yeah. As you would be. Devastated that she couldn't represent her country. And then slowly she got her fitness back and started playing 20 minutes. Then last night played a full game. Yep. How amazing to come back from that. She just jumped a full game, like 20 pretty. minutes to a full mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Very pretty. She's really strong. Yeah. And what an impact she had. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jack's favourite moment of the tournament. When we knocked people out of the competition. <laughs> yeah. Was there a particular particular one? Because we knocked – we ended up – Two teams in our group stage ended up not successfully going through. Then we yeah. went to the quarterfinal uh, round of sixteen, where yeah. we beat like France. Was that was the, that was the Denmark game. You know, Denmark. And then the quarterfinals, we came across yeah. France. And yeah. do you remember that game? That yeah, was what yeah. was really yeah. like exciting, like the penalty shootouts went on for so long, and it was just like hopes that we could oh. win. Goodness. We ended up winning a lot of the um, matches, which was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we ended up coming out top. And of then Nigeria. But that yeah. penalty shootout. Ten penalty shots. I know. The, the biggest ever penalty shootout in a in a World Cup. Not yeah. just women, but men's as well. World Cup tournament. Lots of records broken. Lots mm. of saves. Our, our Three, goalkeeper, four. Arnold. Yeah, she Mackenzie. could have won the game. Oh, she was, she could have won the game. Yeah. Well, did, and she, then it did she win the game? That's it, this is the question. She could have won it, but did she win the game with mm. the saves? Yeah. Yes. As yeah, well. I reckon she could so have. So she had the yeah. opportunity to score the winning potential winning goal and she hit that post and but then to come back from that yeah she could yeah. you know dropped her head and then not saved anything wasn't she the she mvp or something most valuable yeah, yeah maybe oh. okay um look the tournament race for first is unfortunately ended for us last night but we still are in the race to get third we're going to play sweden and what's we will tip? win what's the what's the tip who do you think is going to win it jacks uh, we are going to win jacks what do you reckon Give us a score. Well, I reckon Sweden, I have no hope in them. So, sorry, Swedish people. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, I reckon it could be like 3-1. Like, 3-1 Australia. Yeah. No. Well, 2-1. Back. Yeah. 2-1. Ethan, you're not so convinced. What do you reckon, mate? 2 Sweden, 1 Australia. Oh, you think we're going to go down and finish the tournament fourth? That would be disappointing. Yeah, but yeah. like. But you never know. Helena, what's your? Maybe 2-0. Two nil to Australia. Yeah, to Australia. Yeah, you know Sweden are currently ranked number two in the world. Oh. So we just last night we played England, um, and they were around I think around sixth or seventh in the world. So they're going to be Sweden's going to be our toughest challenge I think yet. But I think we're all agreeing that Australia is deserving. Deserving of a result. Yeah. But no, let's just talk quickly about beyond the tournament. And, you know, football in Australia, mm. women's sport in general. We've just finished a tournament that's been the highest viewed tournament. streaming yep. tournament sporting event in Australian plus. history in seven plus. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, it's the biggest women's World Cup in history. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're now looking at lots of other things beyond that. What, what for you is going to, you know... What they've termed a legacy. What's the legacy these Matildas are going to leave for our nation? Uh, I'm not quite sure, actually. <laughs> Inspiration. Inspiration. Like women. Yeah. Not only just women, but other like little Australian kids. Australian women. Yeah. 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 Just other little kids in general, not just women. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think, Jax? We're talking before about something. Yeah. Do you recall what that was? Don't remember. But <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about Sydney, Sydney FC. FC. Oh yeah, Sydney FC because lots more um, women um, players like have jo- wanting to join Sydney FC, so they've joined Sydney FC, and there's like lots. Yeah. So and the membership. Yeah. yeah, membership. Yeah. So membership for Sydney FC is at an all-time high. Mm. Um, I think they're talking about four times as many people have now joined Sydney FC. The women's yeah. membership. Um, and it's still a couple of months out till the tournament begins. Crazy. So it's insane. It's lovely, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I know for a fact that my two youngest daughters are now wanting to kick a soccer ball, mm. which they never used to. Yeah. My little daughter, Elodie, otherwise known as Ellie, thinks she's Ellie Carpenter. Oh. Running down the running down the grass now shouting out Ellie Carpenter. That's so cute. Oh, it's adorable. It's adorable. Oh, that's so adorable. You know, and I think for 
for the males and females in our nation, we recognise that this sport across genders is extremely powerful and at such a high level. Yeah. 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 What else we got to say? Well, um, I haven't got anything on my mind right now. Go Matilda against Sweden. Go Matilda mm-hmm. against Sweden. I, have, yeah. I kind of have a badish good feeling at the same time. I feel like we might win, but at the same time, I feel like we might not. Maybe mm. a tie, probably. Yeah, I think we're all a bit deflated after last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that Australia's feeling mad now because they lost that game 3 1, so they're going to come back even stronger yeah. and just win it. Yeah, but Absolutely. even though we don't get first place, that's pretty awesome to be on the podium. Though. Oh, my goodness. England won. Oh, my goodness. To the be one. with the top four teams in the world. Exactly. What, a, what an achievement. Exactly. All right, before we wrap up, I've got one last question. Spain play England. Oh, I hope Spain wins. What are we thinking? 3-0 England. 3-0 England. I agree with Ethan, 3-0 England. I think Spain would probably win. I'm still going for Spain though. I'm putting this one, I think this one's going to go to penalties. I actually think, I think England's going to score first and Spain are going to get a late equaliser and it's going to go to a penalty shootout and then... Spain wins. It's anyone. I mean, you saw what Spain could do with Sweden, like in the last 10 minutes. Wow. Three goals in the last 10 minutes. Mm, That was actually Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. You weren't watching? England. You weren't watching. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, England, Sweden. Uh, Sorry, Spain and Sweden. It was 80th minute, nil all, Spain score. Yeah. Sweden get one eight minutes later, two minutes before the four-time whistle. And then a minute later, um, Spain score again to win 2-1. Jeez. Mm. Thanks. I don't know about you, but my heart's still racing after last night. Even when talking about it, I still get so excited. Same. I'm so excited for the next game. I really hope Australia wins against Sweden. And I really hope Spain wins against England. Can't wait to find out. Mm. Yep. All right. Go Go the Tillies! Thanks, Mr. Deva, for that long 10 minutes. I mean, we know that you love the Matildas, but chill, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too much Matilda talk. But anyway, let's move on to 4-5 with their kids chat. Welcome to Kids, kids chat. chat. Today we're going to be talking about what year 4-5 have been doing over the year. I've got Oscar. G'day, g'day. I've got Harry. Hello. I've got Jet. What's up? I've got my man Reese. Hello. Uh, what have we been doing over the year, Oscar? Um, so we've been doing this project called our Asian project. So we each get to pick a um, country in Asia to talk about that. And yeah, it's quite fun. I picked Singapore because I've really been liking um, the fall of Singapore in World War Two books. That's cool. Better get some cool facts about Singapore. Yeah. What about you, Harry? Uh, we've been doing this thing at Mossvale Pool called Swim Scheme. We all get um, we all get put into groups and we learn new skills and develop our old skills so we can get better at it. That's good. What do you th- why do you think swim scheme is needed? Because um, it's important for at, if you're at the beach, if you're calling a rip or something. That's cool. Are you in the highest or lowest group? Highest. That's good. What about you, Jet? We've been doing in math fractions and we convert them to improper fractions. That's cool. Are you good at it? Yes. What about you, Reese? Um, in class we're doing 99 math. It's like we go onto Google and then we type it up and the teacher gets like a code and we put in the code and the teacher can pick if we do plus, times, take away or division and it's really fun. That's good. What's your favourite? Addition, multiplication? Um, plus. That's good. And that's all we have time for. Kids Kids chat. chat. Bye. Bye. Thank you, 4-5. Mrs. Hutt is a great teacher, so no surprise you're doing so well. (laughs) Oh, now we're blasting off into space with the OGs, the Astro Boys. Woo! Space time. Hey guys, what's poppin'? Welcome back to the astronomical Astro Boys, Jax, Oscar and Ethan. 
Sorry for interrupting, guys, but is it just me or does that sound really bright today? Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? Speaking of, well, not really, but who else is thinking about the moon now? And elaborating on that, who else is thinking about planets? Not me. <laughs> not me. Oh, okay, well, that backfired. Guess I'm an astro nerd now. But while we're on the subject, who wants to talk about the planets today? Sure, I'm down. Ethan? Yeah, I'm easy, man. Um, okay. Hey, Oscar. Yo. Excuse me for being dumb, but what actually is a planet? What is a planet? <laughs> well, it's pretty straightforward, Jax. A planet is a planet. Yeah, but what actually is it? Jax, remember how last episode you said that I was broken and you thought that I hit my head? I think you actually have hit your head. Oscar, you know what I mean. I mean, you little... All right, all right. I'm sorry. I think I might know what you're trying to say, Jax. A planet is a celestial body. What's that? Oscar, let me take this one. You take a rest. I got this. Jax, a celestial body is an object in space, such as a planet or a moon or a sun. Right. Now, a planet is a celestial body, but it has to meet certain requirements. What's that supposed to mean? Well, let's just say it has, it has to have three rules to follow in, in order to be a planet. You want to go through them, Oscar? Yeah, why not? All right, Jax, let's get cracking. Rule one, for a celestial body to be a planet, it must... Yeah, go on. Oh, Jax, I wanted to have a pause, you know, a dramatic pause before I explained all the rules to you. Oh, sorry, continue. (sighs) Thank you. So, rule one, for a celestial body to be a planet, the first thing it must achieve is to orbit a solar body in a cosmic neighbourhood. Um, in English, please. Oh, Jax, why are you so Jax, what that means is that a celestial body has to orbit a sun in the solar system, pretty much. Ethan, why are you glaring at me like I insulted someone? Jeez. Oh, gee, I wonder why. (sighs) Me too. Anyway, that was the first rule. Second rule, the celestial body must have enough gravity to turn it into a spherical shape. And before you ask, Jax, a sphere is a 3D circle, in simple terms. I wasn't going to ask, like, come on. I'm not that dumb, am I? Mm, I don't know, it's debatable. Hey. (sighs) Anyway, take Earth, for example. So far, Earth follows both of these rules. Earth orbits the sun in a solar system and it has enough gravity to to naturally be spherical. Oh yeah, it does. Go on. The third rule... Um, may I ask her? Can I tell him the next rule? Yeah, okay. I've got a headache from the guy anyway. Alright, Jax. The third rule in order for a celestial body has to be a planet is exactly this. I know you're going to struggle, but that's okay. We'll help you, Oscar, won't we? Oh, do I have to? My head is throbbing from your stupidity. Stop glaring at me! Alright, the third rule for a celestial body to be a planet is it must be big enough that its gravity can push away other objects that have a similar slide in its orbit around the sun. You know what I'm going to say. Ah, Jax, I swear to... Ow! Ethan, don't kick me in the shins. (sighs) Jax, I can't believe I'm doing this. Alright, let me decipher this for you. So... The planet must be big enough so that it has enough gravity to push away other comets and asteroids about the same size as Earth, while Earth still orbits the Sun. Uh, I think I get it. So if, like, a comet or an asteroid comes to Earth, it will have enough of its own gravity to push away the comet or asteroid. That's it. You've hit the nail on the head, buddy. Are you proud of me? Please are you proud of me. Jax, if you really want me to be proud of you, then I will be proud of you. Yes, let's go. Hear that, Ethan? Oscar's proud of me. Congratulations, Jax. That's great. And yes, I did hear. I am in the same room as you. After all, can someone really be that dumb? Oscar, don't glare at me, you hypocrite. Does that conclude the episode? No. I asked a question. It still hasn't been answered. I asked what a planet is. You guys just told me the three rules to make a planet. I can tell you that Venus is the hottest planet, even though that Mercury is the closest to the sun. But me and Oscar will try to tell you what a planet is. Like we discussed, a planet is a celestial body that has to rotate a sun in a solar system. But what are they made out of? Ooh, that's a tough one. You want to take this one, Ethan? You bet. All right, Jax. Oscar is right. This is a tough one. You know we have eight planets in our solar system. Yeah. Well, each planet is made from different surfaces. Let's go through them. Mercury is made from pretty much just rock and iron. Venus is made from an iron core and has a rocky surface. Dotted with volcanoes. I want to say Earth because we all know what Earth is made of, don't we? Mars? Well, Mars is pretty similar to Earth with atmosphere and oil, but the surface is mostly a red rocky ground with iron. Why do they all have iron in them? I think Oscar can answer that one for you. All right, Jax. Good question too, buddy. 
Most of the planets have an iron core because the sun is mostly made of iron. The gas that ejects from its surface is therefore technically iron, so when it cooled down and condensed, it created the planet's iron cores. There you go. And as for the rest of the planets, Jacks, they're all giants. Jupiter and Saturn are gas giants, so they're literally made of air. And Neptune and Uranus are ice giants, so they're made of ice. Well, I guess that answers my question. This may be a bit random, but you know how last episode we talked about how everything started? Yeah, what's your point? Well, you know how we're reading all the Rick Riordan books? Yeah, what's your point? Well, no offence to you guys, but I think we should change our segment topic to all about Greek mythology and Roman mythology. And we could talk about what's happening in our books and maybe inspire some more people to read the series. Yeah, oh yeah, I see where this is going, Wiz. So you're saying that I want you want people to start a whole new segment on books that we're reading, like Percy Jackson and stuff? Precisely. Is is this the day where it all ends? The astronomical Astro Boys sound like they've crash landed at our destination. The end. Well, I'm gonna miss you guys. It's okay, Oscar. We'll be still be in the next segment, though, in the same segment together. Like you said, we've crashed at our end, but it's okay. <laughs> I know, but we won't be in the same rocket anymore. <laughs> well, see you guys in ancient Greece. Our next stop. <sighs> Put it together, Oscar. <clears throat> Hey, I guess if you're brave enough to say goodbye, life will welcome you with a new hello. It'll blast. It'll be a blast talking about the ancient times in Greece and talking about Percy Jackson, won't it, boys? It sure will, Oscar. All right, guys. Hope we've enjoyed the very last episode of the Astronomical Astro Boys. Special thanks to everyone who helped out with the outer space segment. I guess the eagle has landed. All right, guys. Time to go. Maybe we we'll do some extra bonus segments on space. You'll never know. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. We might actually do that. Switch from the space segment to the mythology mythology segment and so on. We'll put it to discussion. I guess I didn't need to be so sad then. All right, catch you guys on the flip side. Three, two, one. And And that's that's a wrap from the Astronomical Astro Boys. Thank you, Astro Boys. Breaking news to hear that it's your last episode. Thank you, though. So sad, but wipe those tears away because our next segment is Try Not To Laugh. Welcome to Try Not To Laugh. Today I'll introduce you to two guests, Jet and Aiden. Hi. I have a joke. What? Yeah. What did the left eye say to the right eye? Between us, something smells. (laughs) 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 I have a... Aiden, stop laughing! Mm. Aiden, stop crying. This is kids chat. I have a joke. Yeah? My IQ test results came back. They were negative. What? (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear about the actor who fell through the floorboards? He was just going through the stage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you hear the man with no legs? He's still bumming around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my God. I just got a, I got a joke. I just took an IQ test and I'm so happy. Thank God it came back negative. (laughs) (laughs) What do you call a fake pasta? An impasta. (laughs) Wait, did you hear that, Canopy? It's the bell. Time for my comedy sandwich. Bye. Thanks, guys. That was a cracker. And in full honesty, I did laugh. But yep. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly got those tears off my face. But anyways, here's Miss Nash talking about all things well-being. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new segment that we're going to be having on our podcast. And we're going to be talking about well-being. And this segment is going to be where we talk to some of our students about topics of interest, things that are happening around the school and well-being in general. So today we're actually going to be using some of these fantastic Talking Points cards. And the Talking Point cards you can actually purchase online. And if you Google Talking Point cards, a link will come up and you will be able to purchase these and you can even use them at your house and around your family dinner table. So today I've got Rory, I've got Ava and I've got Beth. Hi guys and welcome to our first wellbeing segment. 
So I've just pulled out one of the cards from our Talking Point pack. Oh, let's see what it says. The first question that we're going to talk about in our wellbeing segment is, what does friendship mean to you? So I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to have a think about what does friendship mean to you? So I'm going to say that for me, friendship means having someone to talk to, to share fun times with and to sit and relax with. Ava, what do you think friendship means to you? Well, it's a bit like yours with Nash. I think it's someone who's loyal to you and always has your back and that you can talk to no matter what and share fun times with, like you said. But also, like, if you have an argument one day, you can just come back to school the next knowing that nothing's changed and you're still best friends or friends and that you're just by each other's backs. I love that, Ava. I love that you said it means that you've always got each other's back and that's what friendship really does mean. That sometimes, yeah, you do have your ups and downs and there are going to be days when you disagree with each other but that's okay because that's life. As long as you talk it out and you've got each other's back, that's what friendship really means and I love that. And just before we uh, started talking today, Ava, you were saying that you've actually seen these cards before. Yes, my mum bought them for my dad's birthday and we use them around the dinner table occasionally and they're really good there. You can talk to each other and there's lots of funny questions. We have the family version and there's lots of funny questions about each other. I love it. That's fantastic, Ava. Thanks for sharing that. Rory. What does friendship mean to you? It means like having someone on your back all the time, like who doesn't le- just leave you in a predicament. Oh, that's a big word, Roz, a predicament. That's exactly right. So it doesn't leave you thinking, I don't know where this situation is leading, but always is looking out for you and making sure that you're okay. What are some of the things that you and your friends do and hang out and spend time doing? Um, chatting, playing soccer, just walking. Yep, awesome. That sounds good. And you've got some good friends, haven't you? Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks, Ros. And Miss Betty, what does friendship mean to you? So that if someone feels left out, you don't, you have to include them because they may have no friends and they'll be lonely once they grow up. Awesome. And I like that you said that you don't actually just leave people out. You encourage them to come and join you and be inclusive in your games and hanging out and talking because that's right. People will get lonely if they don't have any friends hanging around with them, won't they? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Guys, I've really loved having a chat with you today and talking about what friendship means to you. And I'd love for everyone to have a think about, well, they're listening to this, what does friendship mean to them and how are you a good friend to others and how are others a good friend to you? So thank you very much to Ava, Rory and Beth for our first wellbeing section and we look forward to chatting with you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Miss Nash. You're always full of great ideas. Well, now it's time for the secret sound and I've been waiting for this one, so turn up your volume. (laughs) Get a pen and paper and listen clearly. Well, let's go. G'day, I'm Josh. And I'm Tom. And we will be your hosts for this segment of Secret Sound. Secret Sound is a segment where we play a sound and you guys at home will have to guess what it is. OMG, this is so exciting. Let's kick this off. Hang on, hang on. I, w- I have to explain how they submit their answers. To submit your answers, you will have to email the bell at exeterpublic at gmail.com. No spaces or capital letters. In this email, you will need to send us your name, your location, your age and your best guess of the sound. If you get the sound correct, you will get a free voucher for Friday Food Fun. If you are not a part of Exeter Public School... You will get a shout-out on our podcast. And a big congratulations to Matthew in Year 6, who guessed the last sound, which was a glue stick lid. And just to make it clear, the first person to guess it will get the reward. Not all the people, just the first. 
Okay, guys, let's play the sound. Whoa, what on earth is that, Joshy? Because it's such a doozy, well, let's hear that sound again. Okay, wow, that's a hard one. <laughs> sure is, Tom. Just to give you guys a clue, it's an Australian native animal who's making the sound. So what are you waiting for? Drop us a line at exeterpublic at gmail.com. Hang on, Joshy. Can you say that one more time? I've got to grab my pen. Sure, Tom. Exeterpublic at gmail.com. Remember, first in, first served. The winner will be announced in the next episode of The Bell. Catch you next time on The Bell. See ya. Bye. <laughs> That was a tough one, guys, wasn't it, Izzy? I know, right? But make sure to email your guesses to exeterpublic at gmail.com and that is exeterpublic at gmail.com. Cool. Well, you wouldn't believe it, but it's the end of this episode. Really? Oh, it's so sad. I know. I wish it could have gone longer, but... No, right? Yeah. Well, that's a wrap for today, so we'll see you next time on The Bell. Goodbye.